Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Marcus Elliott. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. This is an abbreviated version. This will be our final segment tonight of Drive Time Sports, due to the fact that coming up at 5.30, the pregame between Arkansas and Alabama, with the first pitch scheduled for 6 o'clock. And uh, my dinner bell is also going off. And uh, thankfully for the Riverfront Steakhouse, they have come up with the Emmy Special. Ah. It is dinner for two. Dinner for two. It's the chef special for just $50. Now, when I say dinner for two, this really is dinner for one Mm. when Emmy is involved. (laughs) Because he's going to pick one appetizer, Mm -hmm. whether it be the California roll, that Mm. is cucumber, crab, and avocado mm-hmm. uh, of the iceberg lettuce wedge, which, by the way, is simply outstanding, mm-hmm. and the riverfront salad, and that is uh, two servings, fresh iceberg lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers, carrots, choice of dressing. You get to pick one. That's your appetizer. Mm-hmm. Then normally it's one for each person, the entree. That's two grilled bone-in pork chops mm. and these are manly mm-hmm. they're the manly size so just enough for marcus mm-hmm. and then emmy will get to pick from whether it be the baked potato which is big enough to feed the arkansas football team <laughs> itself uh onion rings then you got french fries mashed potatoes zucchini fresh spinach supreme sauteed fresh wild mushrooms and then you get the dessert. That is dinner for two, normally dinner for one, if you're talking about ME. Just $50. And don't forget, they have the best menu of steaks anywhere, anywhere. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse, dinner for two, just $50 in the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Does that not make your mouth water? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Let's do it, M.A. Yes. Ready to go. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. I guess, Trey, you noticed that Mark did not want to include you in that dinner for two. At so the he River is not Fred allowed. Steakhouse. Maybe after appetizers. <laughs> it's it's all for Mark, and he. You know, I, mean, I, I, I understand that. 
after hearing all that, Randy, I started thinking, I'm reminded that you had a, didn't you have a weight loss challenge competition with Basil? <laughs> I did. I won. You won. Oh, you did. Good. Hands down. Wow. It's over. But that, but that also means that I'm off the wagon. So, yeah, you're uh, off the wagon now. W- yeah, when you have that kind of deal, meal for two, for fifty dollars, and we're talking about, I've, I've, I've had the pork chop before, and, you know, most plates. I'm not sure how big they are. But when the pork chop takes up the entire plate mm. and you have to bring out, you know, your other items on a different plate, then you know you got a meal made for a king. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and Mark doesn't share. I found that nope. out the hard way. Not at all. No. 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 I, I found just, that out the yeah, hard way. They, they'll make more. Just order it. You can get more. I mean, he <laughs> sounds like Nick Saban when it comes to, <laughs> to food. And that that's, you know, it's all for him. I'm kind of like mm-hmm. I've got both arms around my plate, kind of guarding it, watching. <laughs> His NIL deal is strictly with the Riverfront Steakhouse, <laughs> and they want to break the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey, what do you think? Uh, is is it? I find it comical that uh, the way that Nick Saban is sounding like a little bit of a spoiled brat, and then the bigger brat decides he's going to bow up, I'm never going to talk to him again. In fact, he just better not even try to call me again. I'm not going to take his phone calls. And if he thinks I'm going to send him a Christmas card, you got to be kidding. I mean, are they not in some ways nanny, nanny, boo-boo? A lot of it between the two guys is just on the top two recruiting classes. Yeah. Yeah. Saban said they didn't buy any of their players, and Texas A&M bought all theirs. Right. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what he said. Um, interesting choice of words. They, they've never paid for players at Alabama, I guess. Um, but right. Albert Means. Hmm. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I agree with Saban in principle on what he's saying about, you know, we, I mean, we're just going to rehash, you know, like I believe NL, NIL is the right thing to do by the players. But what we're seeing here is it's just like a way to create a way to, to buy players to come to your school. That's that's all it is. Well, it's not the players, um, though, I then. Think, it's think, the coaches, right? It's coaches that? doing this, right? Coaches come, come together and say, we're not going to do this. What do you think, Trey? Right, but that's not going to happen. Well, well, I mean, wait a minute. we got all these moral, hypocritical coaches, and but but they won't do the right thing even though it's the right thing? Well, some of them will, and some of them won't. <laughs> and if it just takes one to ruin the whole thing. I mean, if one, if one guy's like, oh, I'm not going to do that, and everybody else is like, we're going to do that, then the one guy gets all the good players. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's the same thing with Hunter Juracek wanting to change the way the coaches' contracts are, are done. But if he's the only guy doing it, then he's not ever going to hire any good coaches. You know, so – um, it, it's got to be everybody getting on board with it. But I, I think the Saban actually makes some good points. I mean, yeah, they may sound a little weird coming from him. I, I mean, a couple of weeks ago he was talking about there's always been parity in college football. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Seems like the same schools that are getting to the college football playoff year after year to me. But, um, you know, it, it's interesting to hear Saban say some of that stuff, but I do agree with some of what he says. Uh you know, just like the NCAA can't enforce any of their, their rules because every time uh, they enforce a rule, somebody tries to sue them. You well, know, it means their rules they, don't make sense. That's, 
Right, but in, in other leagues, Marcus, and other organizations, you can have rules and they can and you can enforce them. There's just there's nobody to enforce any of the rules. Mm-hmm. You can understand that. There's nobody to under well, enforce the rules. I, I think the reason that the reason that they got rid of the of the the transfer having to sit out thing, I, I thought he made a good point about that. The reason that that rule is no longer there is because every time the NCAA would deny somebody, that somebody would sue them. Yeah. So, so here, here, like, well, all right, everybody. Well, but but nobody, but again, nobody, what happens in professional leagues? So what happens in professional leagues? You mentioned right, is they talk to the employees. Right. It's collectively bargained. You don't have one party just making all the rules in favor of the structure or the organization. They include those others that are participating. That's the NCAA has never done that. Right. And that way you have a chance for for a decent rule that includes the benefits of for everybody, not just the them. Is is worse than anything that we've had. I don't know why. Why is that? Why? Because there's no because a few kids transfer to enforce any kind of rule. Okay, you, but you just want utter chaos. Is it does, is that what we have? <laughs> utter chaos. Yes. Yes. Oh please, why? Right, so so is the season going to stop? Are we going to play? Are we going to st- people still buying tickets? Where is all this chaos? A few kids are making Marcus, a little money and they transferred from some schools. You're not paying attention. Well, tell me, what, what's going on? Because there's not there's a completely uneven playing field in college sports right now. There's no nobody has any confidence that you can compete with Texas A and M because allegedly they're buying every single player that's on their roster. Most programs can't do that. So here's the here's the chaos we talked about. Saying that I'm just going that I'm just going to go to the highest bidder. You have agents going on Twitter saying we want some NIL money to go to this school. You have it. It's completely against the rule no, by no, no. the NCAA to recruit players to your school with NIL money. Yet everybody's doing it, and everybody's bragging about doing it. Okay, bragging openly about doing it, and there's nobody to enforce the rules. College football is less regulated than any sport in the country, Marcus. Any sport in the country on any level, peewee up. So College this means are we not going to have a season? We are going to have a season, Marcus. Are, are ratings not going to be off the charts? Ratings don't know the about same. that. Is this how you want it to be, Marcus? <laughs> yes. I would. I would challenge. I would uh-huh. ask anybody. I, I don't. I, I had less. This is how you like college football? Or yep, not. I sure do. That's what matters. I sure do. It matters what the fans think. I, I, I can assure you, Marcus, that you're in the dramatic minority. I doubt it. Dramatic. But meaning that, okay. that we're going, not going to have attendance. We're not going to have ticket sales. Uh, people aren't going to watch. The sport's not going to be popular as ever. Mm-hmm. That means if I'm in the dramatic minority, that doesn't make except, it right, Marcus. It, well, doesn't, wait a it doesn't make it right that uh, people should be able it to. It doesn't make it right that these players are now able to capitalize on what they bring to the game. They can't. Nobody's saying they can't capitalize on that market. Well, yeah, and, and they should. Who's saying? They who's are. Saying, who's saying? So that that doesn't mean there's chaos. There is chaos. Okay. There right. is chaos. I I, I I I take it at your word. Then there's chaos. No, you're right, Marcus. Everything is fine. Uh, yeah, I think so. Every, everything is. This is. This Mark, is be. come on. Okay, tell me what's wrong. I mean, Except Nick Saban's got a headache okay. now. I don't know how else to say it. I've said it Except over Nick over Saban came in second in recruiting. Tell so me what's wrong. You're, what, what you're saying is that Arkansas needs to vastly step up its game 
so that they are the top bidder for these players. I mean, that that really would be the issue is each end of it's, it's as I said earlier, not only has the gauntlet been thrown down between Alabama and Texas A&M, but it's been thrown down to the rest of the SEC. If you if you're going to compete with these two schools, you're not going to compete by having the best facilities. You're not going to compete by you having weren't competing the, the, anyway. The, the pretty, well, but you have a chance now to compete. <laughs> I know because that's of the, the NIL. Okay. No, you can go out there and you can buy the player. No, no, you can offer offer the player the best value for what he brings. You can call it buy it if you want. This this downgrading of these players and of these families, the coaches can get their act together if they're so against it. I can't can't threaten Nick. I can't threaten Jimbo Fisher. You can't threaten the players. No, I'm talking about when they come come to recruit me, they're going to look at me and say, you're not even worth a dollar. But now they may look at Marcus Elliott and they may say, You owe us a dollar. If, if we're going to get him, we're <laughs> going to have to pay thousands of dollars. Okay. And if A&M is offering 1001 then we may have to offer 1002 in order to get him. So tell me where the problem is with that. Is the that, is is that how you athletics. want college football to be? Well, I'm sorry, guys. Listen, Marcus, just stop for a second. I'm listening. The problem isn't whether or not these players are getting money. I think you hear the word regulation and you think that, you know, people are trying to take money out of people's pockets and stuff. That's not that's not what happened. There has to be rules, Marcus. There has to be governing body that is an ability to enforce its rule. Otherwise, it's just utter chaos. It's the wild, wild west. It's people doing whatever. (laughs) We keep saying that players. I want a graphic of this. I know, but wait a minute. Everybody says a lot of things. Everybody says for years, not me, but the guy shouldn't get paid. Everybody says a lot. That doesn't mean because everybody says it that it's actually fact. What Nick Saban says, that doesn't mean it's true. Nick Saban said that Texas A&M bought every player. Guess what Texas A&M Next, said? Let's have another conversation. Okay. I, I feel like I'm arguing with a road sign here. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good for that. Well, my apology. I didn't mean to uh, get into uh, left field there. So It doesn't matter what you say. Marcus just hears one thing. I'm listening. Oh, I'm done. I'm done arguing with it. Well, I'm, I'm not, listening okay. to the show. Yeah. All right. By the way, uh, Conway jumped out wow. to a 4 nothing lead on Bentonville in the 6A baseball tournament championship game. And then Bentonville rallied within one 4-3, but now the Wampus Cats in the bottom of the third inning with one out with runners at second and third continuing to threaten to add more up 7-3, to 7-3 in the uh, bottom half of the third inning. These games are taking place in Benton. Um, Let's see. According to Floyd and our Asher Record Service Company live-in feedback, Floyd says the NIL and transfer portal both is good but needs some tweaking. I love freedom in Arkansas filling gaps. And Musselman is making a statement. 
I think we can all safely agree with that, (laughs) that uh, he is definitely making a statement, uh, Eric Musselman is. Portal's been good to Arkansas. Wow. Has the portal not been good to Arkansas? You know, I I, I talked about this the other other day, guys. Uh, KB Sides, who is a grad transfer for the women's softball team, and uh, turns out, she is the SEC Player of the Year. So, needless to say, this turned out to be very, <laughs> very positive uh, from the transfer portal. And um, Arkansas, by the way, will be in action tomorrow. Uh, the men are playing tonight down in Tuscaloosa. Uh, the ladies will be playing uh, tomorrow against Princeton. And, you know, sometimes something goes past you 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 look at it you read it and you don't quite comprehend it so you have to read it again the next time around you do comprehend it and that was tonight's starter for arkansas is not connor nolan it'll be will mcintyre will is from bryant and has been very impressive in his opportunities so far one in one with a 1.96 ERA, Connor Nolan. Uh, that way he'll have his full week of rest. He's been pushed back to tomorrow, which will be Friday's game. And then on Saturday, it will be Jackson Wiggins on the mound. So uh, let's talk with uh, Brent. Brent, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. Hey, uh, Trey, you know, uh, they're talking about um, lowering or just getting eliminating that 25 recruiting uh, per annum uh, rule for the next couple of years. You know, there's one part of this that doesn't make sense to me is that why would they do that and not remove the 85 rule? Um, it seems to me if you're offering kids, you know, 25 kids a year of scholarship, wouldn't it make sense to actually have it at 100? And, th- and there's another there's a byproduct of that that actually leads me to that question, which was that, uh, you know, we were talking about how many kids enter the transfer portal that don't end up finding a home elsewhere. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of don't understand. And I know that Title IX comes into it. But, man, as we're seeing now, things are just completely crazy with everything. There's, there's not really a single thing that makes sense to me. So I was wondering why is that not being a bigger push so that you can keep kids that maybe – are great as, you know, practice field guys, uh, but they, you know, they can stay on it and at least keep an education and actually pull some of these guys out that are that are missing that opportunity. If you can answer that, man, I'll take the answer off the air, and I appreciate you guys' time. Thank you. Thank you, Brent. Title IX is an issue. Um, you know, you have to – you can't have too many men on scholarship and, you know, not enough women on scholarship. So that's that's an issue with college sports. Um I mean, I say it's an issue. It's an issue with the scholarship numbers. The scholarship numbers come down year after year. The 25 number, I mean, even if you really break it down, like if you redshirt half your first class, you know, and you've got basically five classes, uh, you have to have like seven guys a year leave your program every year just to stay under that 85 number. And having said that, they have to have that number. They have to have a number that says 85, you know, that's that's the – the, the number everybody has to have on scholarship 
you know, otherwise I think, you know, back in the olden days, like when Marcus played and stuff, you might've had a coach just oh, take the olden days, just to, the olden days, <laughs> just to, just to, just to keep other schools from getting players. We hear stories all the time about like Daryl Royal doing that at Texas, take, you know, taking a, a ton of players uh, just to keep some of the best players going from uh, going to other schools. Uh, so you got to have some kind of, you know, line that says, Hey, 85, but the 25 rule every year, that's, that makes complete sense to go away. I mean, in this day and age with everybody hopping in the transfer portal and, you know, so much roster turnover, uh, it just doesn't make sense. Schools aren't able, even with the, you know, the bump up to 32, uh, schools still aren't able to fill their total of 85. Um, so it doesn't make any sense in this day and age. And I, I think, you know, they'll probably do it for two years as an experiment. And, um, you know, I, I think they probably did that because there is so much going on right now that's just hard to get a handle on. You don't know how things are affected. So they, you know, put the two year deal on it uh, where you can sign as many as you, as you need and then probably go from there. But I think after that, we'll probably see it extended to where there, there is no limit on how many you can bring in in one signing class as long as your final total was 85. Fred, Fred makes it sound like I was offered uh, a Model T Ford uh, for my recruiting inducement. <laughs> Studebaker. <laughs> you know, and this is a totally different argument, but gosh, if, we're, if, if you're going to expand scholarships, expand it like, for instance, for poor old baseball. I mean, they got 11.7. 11.7. That's got to be divided up 25 to 30 kids. If you're going to increase scholarships, increase baseball. All right, coming up next, Arkansas Razorback Baseball. Trey, have a great rest of the afternoon. We will talk with you tomorrow. That's straight to be brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.